Bad karma, and bad karma would eventually destroy everything good in the world. Thus you could love and be happy, yet actually make everything worse, if you loved and were happy in a selfish way. Her father had been happy when dominating others, her mother when gambling with noxious friends. Tavali soldiers were happy when killing humans. Happiness in itself was no object worth seeking. Selflessness was all. And so she sat here, alone in the dark, and tried to purge the human attachment from her soul. The more attached she became, the more harm she would do the very people whom she loved. Lately, purging that attachment had become very hard indeed. Some people, individually and together, she simply loved too much, and it terrified her that she might live long enough to see her own failings hurt those very people she'd most like to save. A heroic death was always the most she'd expected and wanted from the war. She'd come very close on numerous occasions, but that happy fate had not been granted, and so she was stuck here, worrying over the consequences of her own selfish failure to die, as so many other Kulina had had the fortunate good sense to do. Her uplink comms clicked. Hello, Major, came Hero Uno's voice. You promised me a sparring session. Is now a good time? Trace took a deep breath and unfolded herself from the bed. Of course, Hero. I'll be right down. The Marines on guard in the hotel lobby did not bother checking Lisbeth's ID. These days everyone knew her on sight. She dressed in spacer blues and harness with fleet insignia on the shoulders and a UFS phoenix cap pulled tight over her frizzy brown hair. And while she did not exactly feel like one of the crew, she looked the part in every way, except for the lack of rank and unorthodox haircut. Vijay and Carla walked with her, looking like marines in just the same way, except that they weren't. Ex-marines, but now Debagande bodyguards, protecting their charge with the light armor and weapons that Phoenix's officers had allowed them for the task. The hotel was Barabo, like the station, like the entire solar system. But for the last week the hotel had become human, the rented property of the legendary UFS Phoenix, one of the most powerful warships in all known space. Lisbeth walked now through the lobby bar, filled with off-duty marines and spacers, talking, drinking, and eating, but none entirely relaxed, and all with weapons close. Barabo staff served them, and were greeted with smiles and chit-chat. All of Phoenix were on instruction to be nice to the locals. The humanoid, furry Barabo would grin with those big, toothy mouths, just made for grinning, and chatter back with the aid of translator speakers. In the main hall beyond the lobby, military crates and unoccupied armor suits lined the walls, waiting for trouble. Here on this lower level were meeting rooms, dining halls and convention spaces, all filled with more gear, or with Phoenix crew in recreation or work. Lisbeth sidestepped traffic, heavily armed marines, spacer crew in animated discussion of some technical problem, bemused Barabo staff going about hotel business, and hoping the humans didn't completely trash their nice facility with all this gear and weaponry. In the week so far, it hadn't happened, and Phoenix was paying twice the usual rate for a full house. 
The big open room beside the enclosed gymnasium had also been taken over, gym mats taken from Phoenix's own holds and laid to make an exercise space. Marines now yelled, shouted, and heaved in combat drill or rolled around on the mats seeking a killing leverage. And a few spaces, too, Lizbeth noted as she wove between them, game to risk unarmed combat training with some of humanity's most deadly warriors. Lizbeth spied Major Thakur over by a wall, with the other two of her Debegande's security crew, and walked to them. The Major was sweaty in her workout t-shirt and pants, as was Hero, sitting cross-legged on the mats. Jokono knelt alongside in his good suit, as befitted a former station security chief and current Debegande household security chief, though back on Homeworld they'd probably found someone else to replace him in that role.